0: see each other andy's down there mary ellen's down there paul is up there uh welcome to red river podcast where uh today we're going to talk about smashing pumpkins uh i wanted to invite you know three super fans on and uh i think i i think i accomplished that we have uh we have andy in the house all the way from california
1: what's up everyone
0: Yes. So he he um runs a, a record label, Sell the Heart Records, as as well as you do a podcast, Question the Answers, which you're taking a little break from now, but in general, for sure. Um, Mary Ellen over there. We used to be in a band together, longtime friend. Uh, you're out in Brooklyn now, but you also work for Epic Records, right? You're still doing that?
2: Yeah, I do in cool. our operations at Epic.
0: Fantastic. Well, listen, next time Judas Priest comes around, let me know you're in (laughs) and uh paul man i got my man paul up there you know uh most notably obviously bass player from silent majority uh fantastic long island band that everyone loves so let's go we're gonna do our five honorable mentions like rapid fire and then we're gonna do a round robin of our 10 favorite songs um and then we'll get into like our love of the band eventually you know we'll, we'll just do that so so andy all the way on, on the West Coast. Give me five of your honorable mentions that you really wanted to uh, shout out.
1: Sure. Yeah. So the five that I picked were uh, Soma from Siamese Dream. Uh, I mean, it's a brilliant record, brilliant song. Love it. Uh, Set the Ray to Jerry, which is. I'm oh
3: sorry. I have that too. <laughs> have that too so. Nice. You. That
2: too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those songs that like everyone loves, but yeah. unfortunately never became a hit. Yeah. Um, I have perfect as one of my five. Love it. Uh, Eye of the morning and obscured from. Python yes. Mysteria. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You, you went, all right. So that's why this is a type of caliber that we need here. You know, we, we, yes. that that's pretty deep right there. So I want to say something about perfect. It didn't make my list, but that's one of those songs that when you listen to it, man, it's so good. And and obviously Jimmy Chamberlain was missed on "Adore." but uh, that is definitely one of the
2: highlights. So uh,
0: Mary Ellen, let's bring it to you. Give me your, your five honorable mentions.
2: All right, my honorable mentions, Medillia of Grace, guys.
0: Yes, so good. <laughs>
2: Set the rate of Jerry, I'm so glad you said that because I was listening back today. I'm like, that is such a good song. Yeah. Um, um, Through the Eyes of Ruby. Uh. It's an honorable mention only because I'm not so into the dark metal core and that does lean towards it, but it's a fucking great song. Um, ugly so good it's such a good song and it's not an original but i love their rendition of your all i've got tonight
0: yeah i yeah. think it's
2: palsy and he like pulled it off perfect
0: i think that one in particular i remember having the box set to um the airplane flies high and that one had all the covers on it and the a night yeah. like
1: this
3: "The cure cover
0: oh uh, so, so good. good
1: it's so, so good.
3: good oh my god it's like amazing like, yeah
1: I didn't Ow. even think to try for one of the covers.
0: Well, she's breaking, you know, she's, 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 she's breaking all, all the rules here. She's, she's allowed. She's <laughs> like, it. fuck it. This cover's is awesome. Um, <laughs> Paul, give me your, your honorable five.
3: My honorable five. I got by starlight, uh, bodies, porcelina, and suffer and mayonnaise.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious now. Those are some heavy hitters to be in the honorables um so i'm gonna do mine so for me uh super hard this was a very hard list man um that's why i'm glad i cut it off at machina it just made sense that way when we do like a part two uh for for everything from like uh i guess zeitgeist on that would be an interesting list for sure yes yes there's a lot of good stuff on there (laughs) oh my
3: god Oceana is like a great album yeah really i i'm gonna say this
0: i'm gonna say the last record i really like like Sire or whatever the double album um probably didn't need to be a double album but it had a really like a lot of good songs on there and the the fact that they signed to Samarian Records so interesting like it's crazy um so my 5 is The Boy so The Boy um so good that song so good. Like you hear, uh, I, I believe that, I'm sure that's James Iha singing, um, yeah. and it's just like it's such a pretty, perfect song. But it's it's everything that I love about like '90s alternative. It's just yeah. it's a perfect song. Uh, the song, uh, beautiful, from oh my, is that- two, right that whole like the outro like- to that song. But just the the, the the whole that that song is like nothing that they've ever done. And it's like if if um. Uh, Billie Eilish covered a song like Beautiful, it would be the yeah. biggest song on the planet. You of know course. what I'm saying? Like, it would be such a. Um, th- my other one is um, Galapagos. Then the last two are Through the Eyes of Ruby, which Mary Ellen mentioned. Oh. And the last song is just so fucking
3: good. The, the I love two- like, that song. Well, <gasps> oh, that
2: song, song is P. Pe- uh, it's right? perfect. It's that perfect, song is so good. How how did
0: that make it to not not one of those albums? It doesn't. Like I'm listening to it, going like this. This song is so good. It's just it's almost as good as 33. But uh, all right, cool. So let's kick it off, Andy. Uh, before you give me your number 10, what was the album that that got you into them,
1: or were you in from the beginning? Uh, definitely Siamese Dream. So Siamese Dream is the one that I got exposed to first. Um, I mean realistically, I probably did hear some tracks off of GISH, but I just wasn't really paying attention. But I remember a good friend of mine back in high school, you know, was really in love with Smashing Pumpkins. He's like, dude, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And I even remember like listening to it for the first time on headphones on a bus ride, you know, coming home from high school and just being like, what is this? This is awesome. You know? Yeah. It was just boom, lit me right up. Magic, me too. So uh, yeah. give me your number 10. So my number 10 is actually Through the Eyes of Ruby. And I I, I mean, it's so hard. We've, we've mentioned it so many times right now. It's so hard to pick which songs because there's so many good songs here. But what I love about this song in particular is that it's kind of like a, a mini rock opera amongst a mini rock opera, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's just like this opus you know, it just opens up and like becomes this bigger song and then it kind of ebbs and flows and yeah. Uh, so Can't it's like, there.
0: it's like really like, it, it takes a lot to listen to like eight minute song and be like still in, you know, but it's just like, right. there's so like, it's just so good. I love that song. So uh, Mary Ellen, uh, did you get in the same time? I think we all got in at time. No, school, right? no, I
2: didn't get in at all the same time. In fact, when I was in high school, I wasn't at all interested in any kind of popular alternative music. I went to school. I went to school for classical music. I wanted to be a conductor and composer. And uh, my senior year of college, one of my professors was like, "You should start listening to like, if you really want to be a songwriter, you should start listening to new, like newer music." And a couple of months later, I was holed up with a bunch of friends in a um, blizzard, and someone put on uh, "Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness," and I was the obnoxious person that made them play it like 30 times. <laughs> And I was like, what is this that's Literally. happening right now? I don't know what you're- was greatness.
3: Happening. It was greatness. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: I, was like, I was like, it appealed to every classical music part of me. And I was like, do I like metal music now? Wait a second. Is that an acoustic song? Wait, is that a jam band? Do I mm-hmm. like this? So that was my, that's, that's my, that was my, that was,
0: yeah, that's a great, because there's so many, um, there's so many flavors on that. You know, there's, there's just like, you know, tales of a scorched earth to like, you know, farewell and good night, you know, you're oh, like, it's, it's everything it, it in covers, it between.
2: Covers, it was everything. Cover. It was
0: everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's,
2: literally. So I guess we're going 10 to one. Yep. Okay. So my 10, thank God I took notes. Huh. Uh, my 10 is Porcelina of the Vast Oceans. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I, just, so. I mean, I just, lo- I maybe I love jam bands now. I don't know, but I think it was be- beautiful and I'll, I'll edit that part out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, well, uh, you know what? I just want to say, Paul and Mary Ellen, this is your your first podcast, both of you, ever. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you, you have, like, the two dudes that host podcasts, and then you have two that, that just, you know, Brand new, so thank you for doing it and uh thank you for being my friend. Well I you,
2: know if I'm saying anything wrong. Like I, you know, yeah, my right. to swear. I you know, you I can don't say, know. Me you
3: too. Can, oh, could say, you so could I say, say I fuck say all wrong, you want, like just delete it, like just no. throw it out. you know.
0: <laughs> um, so Paul, were you? Yeah. I feel like you you got in at Gish, right?
3: I got in at Gish, but I really like I guess Siamese Dream was like my. Honestly, like, my number one song is Drown. Like, when that came out, like, that was, like, what I fell in love with.
0: So, what what what's your number 10, then?
3: My number 10, it, it was so hard to, like, come up with, like, a 10, top 10, because they're all my favorites. So, my number 10 is Obscured, over oh, wow. Pisces. Yeah, yeah. Ooh.
0: Pisces is such a great, like...
3: Oh my god! Like so good,
0: like right. They, they snuck that right P- in there.
3: I have two. I have two songs off of Pisces. So like, yeah, okay,
0: yeah. We'll get we'll get there. Great, great pick. Um. So my number ten, and and for bro. me, like I got in at Siamese Dream. Um. Once I heard that, it was just like it was like nothing I ever heard before. So it was probably like ninety three, and like you hear those guitars. And for me, yeah. I loved. Melody, but I also loved heavy guitars, and that was like the best of both worlds. It, it was, was just, it was
3: like, you're- like I, if I like the top ten, it could have just been Gish and Simon's Dream. Like for me, yeah, yeah. You yeah.
0: Know? <laughs> and my my number ten is off of A Door. It's the only song that I have off of A Door. Um, and I think that record is fucking amazing. But the song for Martha in particular, uh, the song about his mom, is just such a yes, it's yes. Like, it's like this eight minute like just fucking song that just like crescendos at the end, and it's just. God damn, man! You hear that? And it's at the very—it's like the second to last song, and you're just like, "Yeah, yeah, it's amazing."
3: It's so, so it, this list was like the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. Like, <laughs> like pick like ten top songs. Like everything. Like you, I you love blessed everything. life, my
1: friend.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> we're get, we're gonna send it to Billy after we're done, so he'll judge you. But uh, Andy, give me your number nine.
1: Yeah, so I picked uh, mayonnaise. Uh, from Siamese Dream and it's just one of those songs that I think just kind of sticks to your bones you know it's um, it just starts off like really pretty and then just kicks in with like that that oversaturated distortion but it's not abrasive you know what I mean it just kind of like carries you with carries you with it and like you know it, it's like that whole shoegazy kind of vibe where it's like yeah. yeah like we're getting loud we're getting heavy but we're not like here to fuck your ears up you know Yeah.
3: It's yeah. Amazing.
1: and then like you know he just has like this you know, I mean, everyone talks shit about his voice. I happen to think that it's very well suited for the music
3: that they're doing. So yeah. I think
1: I think it just lays in there perfectly in that song. You know? Oh, for sure, that one in,
0: in
3: particular, definitely. The mean is it was like that should have been like a single, like yeah, pretty
0: much everything on there could have been. Um, so Mary Ellen, give me your number nine. Uh,
2: so my number nine was um, is Space Boy, uh, and you know. I will say I agree with you, you know, Billy Corgan's voice is not traditionally amazing, right? It's not a traditional voice where it's not Chris Cornell where you're like, oh, that's a rock voice, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: beauty of his beauty of what he does with his voice is he knows how to use it. He knows his dynamics, he knows his limitations, and also he's comfortable with it, right? So if anyone else in the world was trying to sing that song we would be like, oh, but he does it, and you're like, oh. and also I, I appreciate the sentiment behind it. It's about his his brother. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's fucking beautiful.
0: Absolutely. Let us
2: say fucking on a podcast. I don't know.
0: You, you can say whatever you want. Okay. You. you just have to put that little e. By it. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> <Keep it out. laughs> yeah. You can it out. You can say
0: whatever you want over here. Um. Okay. Cool. So, uh, Paul, give me your number nine.
3: My number nine is shame. Wow. Our door. Nice. I just love the, the bass tone, the, like, I, everything about it. Like that song just caught me, you know?
0: W- w- did that record for anyone here, you know, when it first came out, obviously, uh, I feel like it was it wasn't well received. I think that some of the fans really re- took it, but others didn't. Did you like automatically attach to it, or did it like take I, or was it a when that up?
3: song when that song came out like that like boom yeah. like that the bass sound like the drums like that song just caught me like right away off right that away. album. Okay, you yeah, know. Good, good.
0: Yeah, for me it took a minute but like I would listen to it it was a very dark time and I had the cassette. So like back then And I
3: I, hate, I you know I hated that like you know they didn't have a drummer and like there's so many songs on that album that like I love but like yeah. that was the one that like caught me.
0: Yeah, that's the one. That's a good one. Um all right, cool. So then I'm going to go to I'm going to do my number 9 and uh speaking of of his voice, very funny. You know our vocal teacher mary ellen uh she would always use him as an example as to how not to sing <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to mention her name but uh
2: well, you should melissa oh,
0: yeah melissa cross but she she uh she would always you know have a thing uh she would always because i maybe because she knew i was a huge pumpkins fan and she would be like oh no you don't like you, like she's like he sings from his like no, I, from, I don't know I forget how she described it. she's like you gotta sing from down here and shit so but amazing songwriter and that's why we're here. So my number nine is Hummer from uh, So the Stream. Um, just that intro riff is so much fun to play. Um, oh. And and it's one of those songs. Once again, it's like it's this ride, and then it just builds, 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 and then it, it's just it's something to be said about the just the, the the peak songwriting that 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 they were a part of. That you're listening to like a another six minute song. So, like most people just don't have that <laughs> that 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 capacity. No, because it, it
3: gets so epic, and then like they go into like a a thing where it's so peaceful and like. Yeah. But that was what caught me.
0: Yeah, they the pumpkins, they, but... they got it all figured out. So yeah, Hummer
1: for me is my number nine. So Andy, give me your number eight. Yeah. So for me, uh, number eight is Rhinoceros from Gish. Uh, I kind of think of it as like their first real, real epic song. You know that they had recorded. For sure. You know, at least with respect to the track listing and like where it sits. You know. Um, you know, it has like that really shimmery kind of guitar, and then it builds to like that epic, you know, guitar solo in the middle, and then like that ending. It's like, She knows, she knows, she knows. and yeah, you're just yeah. like, Oh man, like I'm here with you, Billy! Yeah yeah, Hell yeah, yeah but uh, all right, so that's a great pick. Um, did
0: you ever watch them live, Andy?
1: I've seen them live several times. Several yeah. times, okay, um, I didn't what, get to see the them the first time. <laughs> The first time I saw them was actually during the melancholy tour. And it was after Jimmy Chamberlain had already been kicked out of the band. Um, the, the, the situation was that we had tickets to see them, but then he got kicked out and then they postponed everything. So then the show that I was supposed to go to ended up with, um, it was the guy from filter filling okay. in for them, Um uh, I can't remember his name right now but he was great and they were great it was them and them and garbage in uh san jose california and it was fucking right. awesome that was the okay same tour. can was i the same can tour, i right?
2: interject here because i also have me too. a good story about this okay my first arena rock band was that same tour when they got canceled me too and I dragged my little sister to see them. And I was like, we've got to get the, we had GA tickets to Madison Square Garden. I was like, we've got to get as close as possible. We were in line for two hours. It dragged this poor girl. She didn't even care about this band. We actually got moved. We got motioned over, sat front row center at Madison Square Garden.
1: That's fantastic.
2: my first rock show ever.
1: Wow! Yeah.
0: It was,
2: and the the frogs <laughs> and fountains of Wayne. It oh was. Oh um,
0: That's amazing.
2: I was like, is this really happening? And people yeah. were. There were these guys behind us that were like, "We're you're you're getting back there third song?" And I'm like, "No fucking way, man! I'm right here. This is where yeah, I'm yeah. staying."
0: That's it. Yeah. I mean, what are they gonna do? Throw you back there? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. So, Mary Ellen, give me your number eight.
2: My number eight was. It was Mayonnaise. Okay. I um, I love the sensitivity behind the song. I love the songwriting behind that song. It was just a purely beautiful, simple song that I felt like if I listened to popular music when I was in high school, I would have like attached to that immediately.
0: Yeah, that song is so good. I'll, I'll, I'll tell my story when I, when I get to my uh-huh. list on there. So uh, Paul, give me your number eight.
3: My number eight is now.
0: Oh, I had that on my list, but I, you know, I had to make room. That's a good one.
3: Yeah. Like, that's, like, one of my favorite songs off of Gish. Like, like it just, first time I heard it, like, that's, like, one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when was the first time you saw them live?
3: Uh, 93 at Roseland. Uh, I guess it was Simon's Dream. Yeah. Tour, and it was, like, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Who opened? i i can't even remember who opened for them like i was just there to see them like (laughs) like, you remember roseland like hell yeah
0: hell yeah yeah yeah. i missed that place uh all right so my number eight is is a another b side it's it's a mouth of babes um so that's off that was like off of like the zero single um and for anyone who's listening you know we'll, we'll probably make a, a spotify list with all our songs and i'll post it but mouth of babes is like a, such a killer goddamn riff it's like one of the best songs that they've ever written and yes. it just didn't really it's it's amazing you know it's like a b-side that that, that just never went anywhere <laughs> and uh just the riff and then like when it picks up again Man, if you haven't heard that song, Dig into Mouth of Babes, it's so good. So Yes. They're uh,
3: all their B sides. Like it's amazing. They have so many, like, come on.
0: Yeah, no, we're There's we're, like a
3: hundred B sides that they had, and like, you know, like they're all amazing.
0: A, um, all right, yeah. So and I, I saw them probably the first time, '94, I think, or okay. whatever. That was like Lollapalooza or something.
3: Oh, I saw them Lollapalooza.
0: Yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly. So, and uh, I think Billy had hair. So that's how yeah, long ago yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've
3: see, I've seen them every time they have come to New York. Like you know, like I don't think I ever missed the time they came to New York.
0: So Andy, give me your number seven.
1: Yeah, so for number seven, I uh, drown is my number seven. It's like the it's like the come down from the high. You know, like it's just like this soft, you know, pillowy, you know, kind of lovely song that just goes and goes and then like towards the end it's just like just oh my
3: god the ending of that song like it's like five minutes of like pure genius you know yeah, yeah.
0: you ever play that riff Andy oh all the time all the time right kidding? Me too. anytime I anytime I tune to D that's like the first thing that I, I'm i like whenever I test out my guitar I'm like dun, na, 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 na. yeah, it's so it's, so
1: it's so catchy it's so yeah it's so good yeah, so so clean was, and pure and you're just yeah. like dude this is what guitar playing is all about and like those simple little riffs that just
0: ding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 Um, so number seven so Maryland. number seven
2: my number seven was pennies for sale yes oh,
3: great song great song
2: I mean I was thinking just about purely songwriting at this point and I was just like that is just a beautiful right. perfect wonderful wrapped up in a little bow song and just handed to you and that's it it doesn't need any big guitar riffs. It doesn't need any huge production. It's One of those songs, it's just like, here you go. You're welcome.
0: And, and you know, most casual fans never even heard that. And it's no. so good. It, I, it was between Mouth of Bays and Pennies. And I, I, left, I left it out and stuff. But I'm glad someone else mentioned Pennies because it's so good. All right. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like,
3: me too. Like, I'm like, yeah. there's so many songs that, like, the casual fan would never hear like those okay. are like the songs you know
0: those are the songs Uh, Paul give me your number 7
3: my number 7 is Hummer that of riff. Simon Dream like just beautiful like, like the ups and the downs in the song it's amazing. an
0: opening riff then. Oh, it's so good um, alright my number 7 is Were uh, off of Pisces just, great song it was between that and Blew Away because <laughs> they're so good but like Were is just like you hear that riff and then yeah. it's just so memorable and it's one of those songs that always made it to a mixtape in, in like the 90s. Yes. Like anytime I was like, oh, what do I put on this? I'm like, yeah, I got I got to, I got to bless him with some more on this. So, get So good. Um, Andy, give me your number 6.
1: Mm-hmm. Geek USA. Okay. I mean, great mean, barn burner, total ripper. You know, like I mean, he blasts into it with like that crazy drum beat, and like you hear the story. Like, there's like a story about um, uh, Butch Vig talking about how the drum takes during that song was like. He, I think he's on record saying it's like the most best. incredible drum take yes. he's ever recorded. Yeah, is Geek you, USA. And you I'm know like, why? I, I like, believe him
0: my guitar player just mentioned that like we were in the studio and for some reason we were talking about, maybe I was talking about the podcast and he mentioned that story about Butch Vig saying that. So I, I never
1: heard it. And I just heard him saying, now you say it. So,
0: but it's. Uh, yeah. And like
1: just the, the, the one, one note about the song, like the, the, I think the thing that really got me about that song was like, you know, he comes out of like that huge corner when I knew, and then descended, you know, like that. And then, it's like, it uh, comes in with why a crazy this? guitar solo, you know, that crazy guitar solo. Yeah. Well, and yeah. then he comes in and he's like, words don't, or words can't define what I feel inside. Who needs them? Like, I think when he had that lyric, like, that's what killed me. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. the song, the song is a ride.
0: I, I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's a yeah, killer yeah. song. Um, Ellen, number
1: six.
2: Number six. Ah, oh, this is good. I am one. Yeah. And the reason why I like I Am One is because it's 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 such a driving song and it actually capitalizes on all of the talents of everyone in the band's for sure like yeah. Darcy well Darcy had her moment Jimmy was fucking just wailing away like like a metrodome and then you know james comes in with his little thing and then billy comes in and slays all over it it's just such a perfect it's it's one of the most perfect band songs where they all finally like came together and like realized what they were doing and they made it happen and i just i i i love it i run to it it's on every running playlist i ever play because it's like when that part was like
0: Yeah, you could really hear like Jimmy just go off on that stuff for, and then like once the solo rips, like they always have. Like all their records have some really cool mellow stuff, but man, when they fucking like turn up the rock, it's just, you're like, yo, you're like the best band ever. <laughs> like Dude, when
2: they're in the pocket, they're yeah. so unstoppable. Yeah. It's like every single one of them like knows their place and they somehow come together. But what I love about it is they're all such different people, but when they yeah. all like come together, that is like the one song I'm like, you guys fucking came together. That's it. it. Like this is the it.
0: This is it. Um, so we're on seven. So, Paul, give me your number seven.
3: Uh, my oh, number no, seven
0: six, right? is what a six was it six or seven? I don't yeah, right, six, six. Six.
3: Oh, six. We're on six. All no, right, don't, it's don't uh, listen.
0: here is no why. No, that's a you know, I think me and Andy had this discussion. That riff, it's all about that riff. It, oh, yeah.
3: it, it, the whole song is just like a catchy, like. And it's amazing, like, yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know.
0: That riff and then, like, just, like, the build on the, like, it's just, oh, God, that's a good, I would always try to play that riff, too. Oh. It's, it's so much fun.
3: It, yeah. it, it's, it's, like That was one of, like, when I, I remember going to Tower Records to, like, get Simon's Dream, like, I waited in line, like, to go get it, like, putting it on in my car, like, driving home, and, like, that song, like taught me like you know it it was so simple but it was amazing
0: that was melancholy but yeah it's on melancholy yeah it's on melancholy but it's i'm sure you had the same experience two years later (laughs) um so my number six is geek usa just like andy and uh that song is a goddamn ride uh especially like the ending there's like a mosh ending you know it's totally. like it's like a total like G E B E and like yep. goddamn that riff is ridiculous it's like it's it's like if a band just shows off their fucking superpowers and that's what
1: geek USA is like it's just I this, think you nailed it right there dude yeah right that's yeah.
2: Great. yeah
3: yeah it's That just, is yeah. a
2: great way that should like be tagline for this podcast dude that was great yeah, that's what the drums is. on
3: that song are yeah. amazing like yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: well yeah. when you when you think about Oh, did I lose everyone? No. Are we all here now? I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I lost everyone for a minute. Yeah. Technology. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So number five. Okay. Yeah. Number five. Sorry. Uh yeah. So number five for me is actually here is no why. Um, and I just think that it's one of those songs from Melancholy that should have absolutely been one of their singles. Yes. Um, it's a you know it's it's a different type of song like it's a different type of sounding pop song but it is a pop song. Absolutely. Like, it has all of the qualities of a good pop song. Yes. Like a great chorus, sing along, nice hook in the verse, you know, good like kind of breakdown part. Um and I just I love how kind of different it sounded amongst like some of the other stuff that they're doing and I remember I think reading something about how it may have been a uh, hangover from Siamese Dream that they brought into Melancholy, if I remember yep. correctly. I could be remembering
0: this I wrong, I heard but I'm that pretty
3: sure. Too. That's... I, think I heard that too.
1: Yeah, and,
0: yeah.
3: and
1: I like that it, it kind of is up, reminiscent. Yeah,
0: and it ends up right at the end again, like yeah. in the beginning, that riff. It's like perfect, you know? Exactly.
1: Yeah, it kind of brings you, hooks you right in.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, cool. So, number five, Marilyn? Let me
2: look at my phone. Um, oh, Starla.
0: Okay.
2: See, this, this all feeds back into like, maybe I was always some kind of like stoner chick all along. Like I love these long drawn out nine minute misses. <laughs> the ending have. of so, that
3: song is amazing. Like, I, did,
2: well. I just fall, I can just put it on and I'm like, yes, this is amazing. It's, it's, it's so complex and just beautiful. And I, I just feel like Pisces is, Iscariot was just, I, I mean, it was just a phenomenal album.
3: Yes. Yeah,
0: it's it's amazing. They just snuck that one in there between, you know, Siamese and, and Melancholy. And it's like, oh, we have these like you know B sides and stuff and this cover. And
3: like every song was amazing on that album. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like unreal. It I,
1: kinda I'm, it kinda hurts like knowing that they put out these B sides that are so good that they're not the ones that made the cut for these other incredible records that you're just like exactly. These are the ones that you didn't put on the record? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: I will say, for anybody with Billy Corgan's voice to dare touch a Fleetwood Mac song and dare (laughs) go for Stevie Nicks and pull it off the way he did, I'm just like, you know what? You are one of the vocalists of our time because his version of Landslide is like... When
3: I hear that song on the radio, like, and it's Stevie Nicks singing, I still hear Billy Corgan singing that song. Like,
2: Yeah.
0: Every yeah. year, every year that song is so yes. relevant, you know, like as you get older, you hear it, you're just like, oh, <laughs> man, this song's good, but it's kind of like a bummer right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like when you hear the freshman. So uh, <laughs> uh-huh. cool. give me number five.
3: My number five is uh, The Airplane Flies Left, Flies Right, whatever like you want to call it. Like just a great song. That riff is amazing. It's a long song, like just that song was you
0: now I'm, I'm glad to see all like the airplane B-sides making it in. Oh my days God. That, because that it, <laughs> was like one
3: of my favorite, like when I pick up an acoustic guitar, like I was like playing that riff. Like, yeah. and I'm like, Oh my God. It's so amazing. This yeah, song.
0: Yeah. Uh, My number five is 33 off of a uh, oh, great uh, song. Melancholy. You know, it's one of those songs that I just, that brings me right back to being I guess whenever the record came out, I I guess I was 17. And when I listened to it, it's just kind of like, I feel like (laughs) I, I, you know, you almost like look at your life in a way when you hear that, which is, it's fun in a way, but like in another way, you're like, holy shit. I've been listening to this song for so long. And uh, just like the peaks of that song, man, just what a massive song. 33. That's my shit.
3: Yes, Yes.
0: We're up to number four, Andy. Give me.
1: Right. Number four for me is 1979. Uh for me, it's like the the quintessential turning point song for them, you know, because it really like I I put in my notes here. I like to me it's like them going from being Joy Division and turning into New Order, you know. Wow. Yeah. You know, Ah, where it's like like anything prior to that was like this kind of more like kind of I guess youthful angst driven, you know, guitar heavy sound. And then everything after that could be kind of more like, yeah, we're trying to advance and like incorporate other styles of like uh, musical music quality and like, you know, different instrumentation and like synthesizers and like all these things that were, he was always dropping hints at, but hadn't really done. And then here comes 1979. You're like, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. this is like, I mean, it's, it's hands down gotta be one of the quintessential songs from that era. Like I think without question, you know, yeah. And it's and it's just a brilliant song, you know?
0: yeah. I mean, for sure, I'll get into it when it gets on upon my list. Mm-hmm. I got a lot yeah. to say about it, so uh, Maryland <laughs> number four, Siva, nice. Oh, so you you went in on on Gish for sure.
2: I mean, well, here's the thing, like you know, I loved I loved Mel- melancholy and the infinite sadness, and then I was like, of course, everyone was like, love Siamese dream, mm-hmm. love that forever. And then later on in life, when I was like playing in bands and getting into like real music, I listened to Gish and I was like, that is a fucking rock album. Oh, that's a rock album. That is a rock album. And it has actually become top of my favorite of Smashing Pumpkins albums. Yes. Like, and I hate to say it, I'm like. It was just beautifully, like
3: everything about it was like recorded perfectly, like.
2: Recorded perfectly, they showed range. Everything was beautiful, like, and melancholy for a long time was like that's it, and then it became like Gish and melancholy, like it yeah. just became a thing. No, no, for uh, sure. Is
0: is as, as, as time goes on, like you know, like you we go to the the album that we didn't listen to as much. To, to, you know, it's like, it's like, all right, I already, like, you know, snorted lines of Siamese Dream. Now it's like, I'm going to go back to Gish and be like, all right, what, are, you know, what meat off the bone did I miss off of this? And you, you,
3: you listen to it. Gish was just like the raw album. Like when you listen to it, it was like, that's like the real, like pumpkin set. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I you like, know, psychedelic. You
2: guys, are, you guys are nerdy. You guys are, are, are. <laughs> Bangers, Weird you write shirt. songs like it's the whole your alternative little shits like it's the whole package. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. Cool. all right. So I'm I'm, I'm glad it, it's getting some props here. Uh, so what are we up to number four? Right for Paul.
3: Uh, my number four is set the rate of Jerry. Oh
0: no, are we are we on number three? No, wait.
3: No, no I didn't on... do four yet.
0: No, we're you... finishing up number four. All right, because you already said didn't you already say set the. Nope. Nope. i did oh so yeah. everyone down here did you okay yeah go ahead paul uh, sorry. my
3: number four is set the rate of jerry okay yeah yeah
0: everyone else said it that's what it was
3: <laughs> okay i'm sorry
0: <laughs> okay yeah, yeah yeah but
3: that song is just amazing and when it comes on my phone or whatever i'm listening to like i listen to it like it just blasts you know wow
1: I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that everybody that I know that is a really, really big Smashing Pumpkins fan, all would put that in their top ten.
3: Pretty, pretty. pretty for me and Jerry. Yeah. Oh my god, like it's amazing. Like the song. Yeah, Yeah, I, I cut it for mine, but
0: you know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well three, you know three hey, out of four yeah,
0: three out of four people yeah, let's go. say <laughs> three out of four dent dentists uh Maybe all right, it's so, a west coast thing i don't know so for me four is um, uh mayonnaise um mayonnaise was a song that i took to right away when i when i had siamese dream um there were certain songs that just like were extra fucking awesome and that song in particular and i was lucky enough to actually play it at a wedding um two of our friends got married um and they asked us to play you know they asked some bands to play and they asked us to cover today and mayonnaise and i was like i get to play mayonnaise at a fucking wedding i'm like this is fucking awesome so
3: it's a great so, song
0: I, I will always remember that and it's just like once his voice really like on that song in particular just at the end it's just like ah it's so good i love that song like uh, that
3: ending after like the little solo whatever is amazing it's it's, it's
0: so good like you you just like it's it's perfect for songwriting so uh all right so we're in the top three andy give me your number three smashing pumpkin song all
1: right uh number three is siva and uh i just think it you know fully encaptures captures uh that piss and vinegar kind of era of the band you know it's just very raw very youthful you know um yeah, it's it's just a fucking bar burner, dude. It's just a yeah. good song, you know. And uh, I I think of uh, the the Gish album, it's the one that has always kind of stood out. And it, it, well, of the, like the more rocking songs, like that's the one that kind of stood out to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I had bury me, but I, I kind of pushed it to the side. Um, I don't think I have any uh Gish on there, but I mean it's a great record. But you know, I only had ten. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah. Marilyn, give me number three. It's is, is the hard.
2: hardest
3: list you have guys ever had to do. Like, <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> I know it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard
0: list hard, list. hard list.
2: I yeah. actually, I actually rearranged some stuff and listened to some playlists over the past couple of days to get it right.
0: Me too. Me yes. too. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all started out with like, you know, it's like you, you write down all your favorites from the records, and then from there you start crossing shit
3: out. And it that, was so it, hard. It was yeah. so hard. Like, yeah, yeah. I had like fifty songs I had to like choose. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary Ellen.
2: So Kirk. my number three is Rhinoceros.
0: Wow, you definitely I want I just
2: fucking love Gish. I yeah. just, I just love these dumb, hippie <laughs> alternative guys who hired this metal band's jazz rock drummer Drummer, yeah and he had this like crazy guy who's doing fashion shit and darcy was like whatever she was doing and they all came together i think that that album encapsulates what a great first album from a band should be
0: for sure yeah yeah yeah. good one it
2: just it just breathes i think rhinoceros breathes that energy
0: yeah 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 um paul give me your number three
3: my number three is Starla. nice off of Pisces yeah
1: great song
3: uh funny thing is in 93 when I first saw them I bought a Smash Pumpkin shirt it was purple it had some lyrics on the back of it and I'm like what are these li-? like and I didn't know the lyrics with to oh, like okay. that whole little poem yeah, thing yeah. he sings before like the like the ending of the song like I had no idea like because I never heard Stala before but like I bought the shirt in 93 and then I saw them Lollapalooza 94 and they sang it and I'm like wait a minute this is the lyrics that are on the shirt that I have like very cool it was amazing (laughs) that's
0: great yeah like the realization of that I love yeah I love I love love youth stories like that you know like you don't know and back then like you weren't like googling shit you weren't no I was like like,
3: you didn't have google like really like 93 you didn't have Uh,
0: google uh, you mean you might have had it um so number three for me is uh let's see muzzle muzzle <gasps> off of uh melancholy and the infinite sadness that song i don't that song always just pumped me up and like the lyrics and and just it, I, you know jimmy chamberlain's drum rolls on that through the whole song it's just like it's so goddamn good man like it's just like and yeah. I mean you start like singing like the end of like the verse and it's like Oh my God. Muzzle is, I mean, listen, top three smashing pumpkin song for me. is just like, you put that on and, uh, it's fucking amazing.
3: It drives you like, yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. on.
0: It's just, it's, it's Chamberlain's like, like you hear normally you would hear nothing but drum fills and be like, are you fucking kidding me guy? But like when he does it, you're like, Man, that fits pretty nicely. They're like
3: perfect. <laughs> they're the perfect timing. Like he's the, like the best drummer ever.
1: Like, yeah, fits pretty nicely. It
0: really
3: is.
1: Uh, yeah, I I I think uh, I think Jimmy Chamberlain may be my favorite drummer. Like he's here.
3: mine. Like I, you know, like I. I mean, I love other drummers, but like he, the way he like does his little roles and stuff in songs, like it, like there's no one else that does it like that.
2: No, he's, he's got style. He's got style yeah, points for yeah, sure. He, yeah. may,
0: I mean, like w- them without him is just not the same whatsoever. Yep. Like he is like, exactly. completely agree. He Dude, is like
2: I saw, I saw Billy Corgan play with Tommy Lee, like when I was living in L.A. And oh. I was like, Tommy Lee is a great drummer. Like what? a good drummer. And I was like, man. that is not the Smashing Pumpkins. No, like, no. get off stage. I love you, but no.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, I mean, hopefully they were covering like uh, Live Wire or
3: something, and not like. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh he did God, the whole dude. album with them, like you know, Tommy Lee. Did he? I don't remember. Yeah. Him. Oh, he so did. you yeah, saw, he,
0: you saw the pumpkins play with Tommy Lee as the It drummer? wasn't the
2: Pumpkins, okay. it was it was just Billy yeah. Corgan. Okay. It was Billy Corgan okay. Cor- doing this shit. And it was a great show, but I was like, this ain't the pumpkins.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah, I mean, he's great. He's he's,
1: like he's the drummer the on um monuments to an elegy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, didn't he oh, like yeah? record the whole album with He him?
1: actually records the, yeah. he was the drummer on that. Yeah. Tommy Lee. Yeah. yeah,
0: man, I missed that one. I don't know. that's
1: yeah. crazy. I mean, he was like a drummer. Yeah,
3: like I remember an hearing drummer. an interview oh. and Billy Corrigan was like, I need a rock drummer. And uh, the guitarist guy like was like, why don't you just, you know, like I need like the L.A. sound of a drummer. And he's like, why don't you just call Tommy Lee? And Tommy Lee came down to the studio and they recorded the whole album.
0: Listen, I'm all him. for Tommy Lee. I'm a, I'm a lifelong Motley Crew fan for sure. But I mean, Dude,
2: Tommy what? Lee is an amazing drummer. But the thing that's different is that Jimmy is like, he just has that like hippie part of him that gets yeah. into the details of the fills. Sure. it's all that
3: it's all the jazz learning that he did yes like, exactly he was a jazz drummer like
2: exactly so Tommy's a fucking amazing rock drummer he could pull off anything but like it's those little details when you when yes. you when you, when you, when you,
3: when you yes.
0: listen to someone so long you know that's the blessing and the curse it's like you know it's like when you it's like when you hear Bon Jovi without Richie Sambora you're like yes, eh, that's not the same you know what I mean right. like after you see hear someone for so long you're like that sounds cool but that's different
1: so all right top two let's do uh Andy all right so my number two um is Hummer okay and um I mean it was it was the song that I like absolutely had to learn how to play on guitar okay like like, out out of all of the songs on Siamese Dream it was the one I was like dude there is so much going on in this song I have to know how to do this and you know I, I a little quick little story you know I was visiting some family in the Bay Area And they had a mall close to where my family that I was visiting lived. And I really wanted the the guitar tablature book, you know, and where I grew up, you didn't, you couldn't find that stuff. Right. And I was like, I had noticed that they had it at this music store. I'm like, dude, I need to get this. So I went and got it and I picked it up. And it was the first song that I learned how to play in full on guitar. Like I learned both guitar parts, learned the solos, you know, learned the ending part. And I was felt so satisfied after that and like, just made me appreciate that song even more. And it's just beautiful. It's just uh, beautiful. So the song's
3: good. amazing. Like it's, it's all like yeah, the song. Like, I love,
0: I love playing just like I said, that opening riff that just, that, that bend is yes. so goddamn nice. So, uh, all right. So number Those two. Those bends, you know? man. The yeah. bends, right? It's all Absolutely. about the bends. It's all about the Benjamins. Yeah. Uh, all about the bends, yeah. <laughs> Mary Ellen, number two.
2: All right. I'm going to go real obvious for number two, just because I'm going to do it tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Mm. It's just a beautiful, perfectly achingly optimistic song that just i could listen to it at any time and be like everything is going to be okay
3: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it
2: is about that song it just it comes on and I'm it like,
3: makes you feel good
2: oh, yes and it's yes. not cheesy it's just beautiful no. and wonderful and it's, it's, a,
0: it's a perfectly written song that's just bottom line what it is it's a perfectly written song no matter how many times you've heard it on the radio by 2021
3: and when they play it live it's like it's like the like it's everything you know
2: totally totally the place lights up and you're just yeah i'm at a concert yeah i
3: mean you're at a concert like you hear it like everybody's like oh this is a single they have you know but like when it hits you you know
2: yeah, it's um, great. Well, and
1: you know, I, I know that it has nothing to do with the actual song itself, but can we just talk for a second about that video? I mean, that oh, video.
2: Beautiful. It's amazing. amazing. You
1: know, it, amazing. it like it. I think that seeing the video makes the song even better. Oh, absolutely. You know? you're just absolutely. Like, what are you kidding? This is brilliant. This is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Especially, well, it also
2: kind of represents that something, I, I mean, that. Billy Corgan, and they were able to do during that time period, is when everyone was doing the grunge thing and the cool thing with the labels were doing. They were thinking way more outside the box. Of they were, they were like, oh. let's talk about art. Let's not do the same old thing where we're sitting in front of a brick wall or whatever we're doing. They're like, let's let's remake a movie, and I appreciate that so much about them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. so number two, Paul.
3: Uh, my number two is Soma. Wow, yeah, that's a good mm. one like Great that's song. my that's like one of my favorites like the just the epic like lift of the song and then like it you know like just everything about it like it was amazing
0: I play that riff at practice like oh my God. a lot like oh and then when oh. I go to the high G I'm like oh, yeah. So good. yeah 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 like then
3: just does his lyrics in that song bring you up to like that emotion of like you know everything and then like it's just amazing. that's a solo in that song like just catches like i hear it in my heart when that solo totally. comes in you know he's
0: he he's someone who understands dynamics and yeah, that absolutely. song is that yes. song is is just amazing for the dynamics and and a lot of these songs that we picked are they they start somewhere they go way the fuck up they come yeah. down they make a left
3: Like the solo, the solo in that song, like, like the emotion in that solo is just amazing. Like, it catches like exactly where he is in the song, you know.
0: So, my number two, I'm gonna say, is Bodies. Bodies is (laughs) love it. That riff, um, it took me a long time to realize that he wasn't in standard or half step or even drop D. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Why can't I play this?" But it's just. The simplicity of those of that riff, but the power of like, yeah. the chord change when he yeah. goes up to then when like he starts singing like higher at the end, and it's just the fucking drums. God, yo, bodies is so goddamn good. Did you
3: see? Did you see uh Chino, Chino sing that yeah. with him? Like Chino that's Bingo. amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. that's incredible the perfect yeah. song for him to do.
0: It was a perfect yeah. song for Chino from the Death to too. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. So <laughs> yes. uh that's my number two. So let's do our number one, man. Uh this is it. Number one smashing pumpkin song uh as of today, because I'm sure if we do a list tomorrow, it'll be a different ten. So yeah. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> give me your number one.
1: Yeah. So my number one, I think it's pretty solid, but you know, the, the it's it's the song that just absolutely sealed the deal for me. Rocket. Oh from wow. Siamese Dream. Yeah. Just wow, that's a good one. From start to finish, you, you know, you get that opening riff that's just like you know, Whoa, it's just it kind of sucks you. when you're like, okay, okay. And you, start, you know, just like, you just love, and you're just like, okay, okay. And then you know, and then uh, the, the I shall be free, yeah. and you're like, what? Yeah, I shall be free, bro. You know, just like in it, you're <laughs> yes. in that song, man. It just <laughs> takes you everywhere, you know, and like it, it, it never ceases to not affect me like on like a physical level. Like when I listen to that song, like I feel that song and I think for, it will for all forever and always be my favorite song of theirs.
0: Those chords are so perfect during the chorus. They are during the chorus. It's such a simple song. Such a simple song. It is
3: so simple simple and and like, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Mary Ellen, give me your number one smash. But,
2: Auntie, I just, I'm so taken aback by that, like, that, that like, description. Like, <laughs> that's so, like, that just moves you because, like, I feel that. And it's really hard for me to sometimes, like.
0: I'm fanning you.
2: It, <laughs> um, okay, mine's going to be super obvious. and Mine this too. Just, This is just because this was, like, the first song that I heard that I was, like, oh, Wow oh fucking wow is melancholy and the infinite sadness
1: oh really, really?
2: It, it it touched me the awesome. way that like i just i heard it and i was like what are you talking about a rock band is doing this and the the arrangements you know when i was going to music school and i was like studying music theory i had to sit through fucking classes where i was sitting looking through you know manuscripts and, and sheet music and i was like this is what they're talking about except I'm listening to something completely new and I really love it. And then the way that they transition to tonight, tonight, and the rest of the album—it just it means everything to me. So that will always be my number one song. Yeah,
0: I mean, you said I'm going obvious. That was like the least obvious. I thought you were saying like, <laughs> I say I like, was of like a something. single they put out or something. You
2: know? You're like, it's gonna be today, isn't it?
0: I thought it was gonna be well because you said obvious, and I was like, today. I'm I'm going obvious.
2: No, no, it's definitely yeah. melancholy and in the infinite no. sadness.
0: Paul, give me and, number one.
3: My number one is Drown. Mm. Yeah. when i first heard that like the just it, it just caught me right away like that was like the riff i always play on guitar like it's a fun riff, and it just caught me like the whole and the whole epic ending of like that they always cut off on the radio which i hate like <laughs> but
0: they don't want to play the like, eight minute version yeah
3: right. it was just it was just like an epic song like and i i hate that it, you know like it was on like a What was it on the single soundtrack or something? Yeah,
0: single soundtrack.
3: But, but like it came out before Simon's Dream, but like after Gish and then that, like that was my, that was like the lead into like Simon's Dream. Like the whole sound was like Simon's Dream right there, you know? Yeah, very cool.
0: Love that song. Love playing that riff. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, for someone who is such a good guitar player, you know, like some of those memorable riffs are pretty easy to play, you know? Uh, but that's, that's how it is with anything. Like you take, yeah. the, you take the best song and it's like, okay, cool. Give me these. Yeah, like, wow. They wrote,
3: in. they really wrote this simple song. Like yeah. really?
0: Uh, my number one's completely obvious. It was already mentioned. I think 1979 is the quintessential um, <laughs> smashing pumpkin song. When I listen to it, it's, it's just perfect. That the, the, the riff, in it um the you know the changes i that's one song there's certain songs that you hear randomly uh i would say radio but i don't even listen to the radio but like you when you, you randomly hear some shit and you know you're like at doing grocery shopping or some shit and 1979 comes on i, I still like losing my religion is one of the songs i never get sick of 1979 is another song that I hear and I'm like oh I'm still like in for the ride of this song if,
3: that it is because it was such a 90s like classic like you hear it now it's still it brings you back to that time
0: I, it's just a, a really well written uh, song absolutely. you know it's just a absolutely well written song I love that that li- it's it's such a cool riff It's and it's not overpowering and it's just the ride of the song for sure and what's well, the uh,
2: story behind it there's a story behind it isn't there
3: Uh... There was a story behind a video of it. Like, I remember that the
2: story behind the video of it is they actually did just rent a house and say we're having a house party. So that whole entire thing Mm -hmm. was like a legitimate house party where all these kids just came.
3: And then then the the tape got lost because I remember seeing them in concert and they were like, he came on. It's like we just filmed like a 1979, you know, a video and like the tapes got lost and we yep. had to like reshoot it and you know, and they so, just
2: and they just try to redo it a couple of years ago, but I was like, nah, yeah. just gotta let it live in your memory, man. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I'm, I'm like trying to like read what, what exactly the story was, but I guess I'm going to have to figure it out some other time. Cause I, I don't really see anything, but uh, cool. So listen, <clears throat> Red River podcast, you know, we, we do random shit like this. We do uh, a lot of music, movies, and pop culture talk, and every now and then we'll jump in on a fucking band like we did uh, Van Halen and fucking uh, Wu Tang Clan. Uh, mm-hmm. So today we did Smashing Pumpkins, which is something that was new, like totally like this band was the world to me. Um, this band. Uh, back when when you had cassettes, like we we would find cassettes of acoustic versions of songs. Like yeah, it was like that was the band that to me it's like. Oh, I
3: remember that- paying like I paid like <clears throat> I think it was like fifty something dollars for like a <laughs> an acoustic like set of like The Pumpkins and like I'm like did I really do-? I, I came in the mail and I'm like did I really just pay fifty something dollars for this cassette like and it was all stuff I heard before you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, and now the internet, uh, definitely makes it so I could just hit a button. So, but once again, it was fun to, 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 you know, talk uh, about one of my favorite bands of all time. It was great to talk to people, the three of you guys, you know, you never know when, when, when you ask people to do something like this and you guys came with some really unique fucking, uh, lists. So thank you so much for hanging out Andy uh from sell the heart records and tsunami bomb man thank you so much for hanging out with me uh and and all of us mary ellen it's it's fun to see you in person kind of sort of right now um uh, and paul i'll see you sooner than probably everyone else
2: yes. yeah i'll uh, go to the pumpkins concert when like they denounce their thing let's like make this official
3: yes. yeah we oh, should yeah, just yeah. all go together like yeah, really yeah. Yeah, That'd
2: be fun.
0: Maybe we'll meet in the middle, so Andy doesn't have to fly. Well, we'll meet in Chicago. All right, let's uh, do a Road trip. Makes a lot. Road of sense, trip, really? So. Let's go. Okay, let's do cool. it. Uh, so I'm gonna just, you know, I took a two-week break, so I'm gonna put this out tomorrow, uh, just for shits and giggles, because I have two episodes coming out next week anyway. So this will be like a bonus thing. So, guys, nice.
1: girls,
3: thanks, Sam. Thank you. We'll talk. Guys, soon. nice meeting you all. Like, nice meeting you guys, fans, like, really. You guys had
2: some really amazing things to say, and now I'm just going to listen to Smashing Pumpkins all night. So that's
3: all I've been doing for the whole week. Like, really? (laughs) All right.
2: Bye.
3: Bye, guys.